Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everything's good. We're here. No, I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you take Wait. charge. I get to be the person who is uh, okay. tagging along and makes the comments. I will say, look over here and over there. That beautiful iceberg, it's getting bigger. Marshall, you ready? I'm We're ready. Back. Let's go. We're back. Here we are. Draftsman Podcast. I'm Stan Prokopenko. I run Proko.com where we teach people how to draw with video. I'm Marshall Vandruff, and I am an art instructor. Welcome to the Draftsman Podcast, where we talk about art and drawing. We will. You got the intro? No, I don't. Charlie was always ready, Sean. <laughs> Charlie. Oh, this is going to be a contrast, Charlie. You're Roll the intro, contrast. Sean. Where is Charlie? He's in Japan. Charlie's oh, in Japan. really? Okay. For like three weeks. Really? We miss him already. Well, yeah. But Sean's great. <laughs> <laughs> we have the... Uh, Charlie version 0.1. <laughs> we have a, an intro. Yes. Here we go. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. What are we going to talk about today? Today's episode is going to be about what are the fundamentals? What are the fundamentals of what? <laughs> of, of drawing. Of drawing, of art, of picture making. Of, I guess of picture making. You can go wider. Yeah. When you say picture making, though, it opens up a lot of different um, fundamentals that have to be included. Yeah. If you just limit it to drawing, there could be very, very specific. Right. It could be a kind of a short list. If it was photography, some of them are going to overlap. Yeah, some of them are going to be exclusive to photography. Yes. We had a lot of people ask this question. Indeed. We get it I all the time, it seems. You go through the list. What are the fundamentals? And then occasionally you get someone who reacts against it and says, I'm so tired of reading these, remember the fundamentals and go back to the fundamentals. And then somebody will, a number of people will usually jump on that person and say, yeah, but the fundamentals are important. And so yeah. naming what the fundamentals are so that it does not become this abstract conver conversation is what yeah. we're here for. And I figure we should do this now in an early mm -hmm. episode yeah. just so we don't have to do it again. Yeah. We can always <laughs> say, go back to the... Yeah, go back to episode four episodes. or yeah. whatever this is. Was it like two years ago, you and I brainstormed mm -hmm. a chart of courses? Yes. I'm going to pull that up. Okay. You While you're doing that, let me yep. give you my recollection of it. It was okay. because 
Proko will be like the center of the world for where you <laughs> go for your art education. And if it's going to be the center of the world, you want to make sure that when people go there, they have an overview of the whole world so that yeah. they know what they're studying. That wasn't what I was thinking, but... That's what I was thinking. I was just thinking that maybe Proko could be the go-to place to learn how to draw. Yeah, well, you know, I was trying to put a <laughs> plug the in. the center of the world. Yeah. <laughs> world domination. That's where the AI comes in. Yeah, yeah. There's all sorts of ways to categorize anatomy, perspective, composition, technique. Technique has more than one definition. So we want to yeah. look at this and see so if we can simplify. Let me try to describe this chart to the listeners because they can't see it. And again, I want to remind people that these are courses that we were plot we're trying to brainstorm. These aren't necessarily the topics like the, just a list of fundamental things you should learn. These are courses. So at the top are the basic elements of a picture. We have shape, edge, and the three elements that make up color, which are value, hue, and saturation. And I already made a video on the basic elements, kind of just overviewing it so people could already watch that. Underneath drawing basics, after you learn all these elements, is three more things, three more courses that we planned on teaching. Perspective, which you're working on. Mm -hmm. There's rendering, which is like shading, making things look three-dimensional. And then there's composition. Yeah, y You can explain that one better because you're also labeled here as the teacher for that. I one. may try. Then those three, so rendering gets broken up into two different categories of courses. Mm -hmm. Figure drawing and portrait drawing. That's just how we wanted to teach rendering. Uh, you can teach rendering with any subject matter you want. We just chose to do figure and portrait. Then figure gets broken down into sculpting, anatomy, character design, and drapery. Portrait gets broken down into caricature, which we already taught, advanced portraiture, and then advanced light on form, which is like advanced rendering, which that can lead to photography. Can I stop you just for a second? Yes. The advanced light on form? Yes. Is that because of multiple light sources or because of different surfaces that no, shine just, or don't? It's just, it becomes... It'll be a much more scientific explanation of it, like really, really advanced. Basically, the first rendering course will be like kind of like what I did, but a little, but then applied a little bit better. Where I, I, I have a video on like just shading a ball, and you have your highlight, halftone, core shadow, reflected light, cast shadow. You know all those elements. You when you understand all those and you know how to manipulate them, you you can create form. Mm -hmm. Those are very fundamental things, very basic. Right then you you can learn much more deep into like what is a, a diffused what is what's diffusion and yeah. what's the difference between a highlight and a, you know the center light so that's for that's advanced rendering and that's the yeah. kind of thing that photographers would do well with because you're going to be dealing a lot with light sources sure i, I think photographers don't need to know it down because i'm talking about like the science of it like okay. what are photons we're we're getting to okay. Um, what are photons and where do they come from? And are they a particle or are they a wave? They're both. That's a contradiction. Life is strange. This is leading to philosophy and religion. Then perspective gets broken down into industrial design and concept design. Composition gets broken down into storytelling. Okay. And then the other one is color theory, which leads to a bunch of painting courses. It's a whole bunch of painting courses. But the storytelling, the intermediate composition, concept design, all that kind of leads down to storyboarding, inking, advanced composition, figure painting, comics, composing multiple figures, just a whole bunch of like really, really specialized courses that 
Okay. You know, let, anyway, let that, me that's the base. That's I, I, I got to tell you my feeling about this already, because I am sure I'm not alone in this, that when someone hears all these things, it is overwhelming. There are so many courses. There's so many things. How do I string them all together? So what's the simplest that we can do to categorize this? I would say if you are just starting out, don't even worry about like the, the lower ones that I just described. Mm -hmm. Once you start getting to that level, you start specializing. Yes. And you really just pick a niche and, and you start focusing on those courses. What, what you need to start with is drawing basics, rendering perspective, composition. Mm -hmm. That's it. And, and like the way you learn those things could be with you either practice it with figure drawing or portrait drawing or if do you want to draw cars? Well, then focus more on the perspective thing. Uh, the thing that I have to add to this is that for a student who is uh, submitting to someone who's saying, here are the things that you should learn, I think that it helps to know why and helps to know why in the simplest way. Sometimes an analogy, like we're going to go on a journey and we're going to look at the map to see where we are and we're going to get there we're going to see it's going to be really slow through this part it's going to be really easy through this part uh and so likening this to a journey is one way to do it likening it to another skill liking likening it to language is a very good one because everybody has learned to speak and it took a lot longer than you think it did and you had to learn rhythms of speech before you learn the individual words then you start getting individual words but you only get an individual word and you don't know how to put together a sentence i'm experiencing that i now. know yeah it's when you see it happen Not in my it, own it, language learning yes, my son my Cooper. son is almost two it's extraordinary it's to see it happen it's one of the yeah. greatest things ever to see happen he's making sentences uh -huh. but out of words that don't exist yeah 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 <laughs> he's got the flow yeah, yeah. and, and you'll, you'll hear just a little part in there that you can make sense of that the parents and the people in the family will get, but nobody else would have any idea. Because every once in a while, he'll inject one word in there yeah. that is a real word. Yeah. And we're like, oh, oh, yeah, that's what you want. You want to yeah. watch Elmo right now. It's one of the great <laughs> delights of life. <laughs> yeah. But it's also the same thing that happens when we are trying to draw and we finally get control of a shape. Even a, a child learning to draw, first uh, shape my son got was a spiral. And he said it a million times, biro, 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 and would do spirals from the inside out and from the outside in. Maybe he's just into fire. No. Pyro, I pyro, pyro. I think that was it. <laughs> That's it? No. <laughs> Language though, learning to draw as a child, uh, learning music, learning music is a great one because you've got to learn technique, you've got to learn fingering. Uh, m making an analogy to another thing that someone's already experienced so that they've learned how to speak, they've learned how to read and write, they've learned how to play a musical instrument. Then you see these things are like that. And there's one great big division in these fundamentals that I don't we haven't addressed yet that I want to mention. And it is that there's two categories. One is technical. Most of these things are technical. If you learn perspective, if you learn anatomy, if you learn shape and, and value, and it's a technical skill, but it can be used very badly. It can be used clunkily. It can okay. be used boringly. And so there's a whole other set of skills that artists care about, and they are creative skills. And the only course that you're mentioning in there that really aims at that is composition. Yeah. Because composition is saying, look, we've got a whole bunch of elements. We want to put them together 
wisely, to tell a story, to get a, an emotional effect, to make an idea clear. And so there is the criteria for composition is much more subjective, but it is also the most creative of all those. Yes. Maybe it's because of the way I was trained. It was very, very technical. Mm -hmm. they, they didn't try to teach you creativity. Mm -hmm. They just taught you, this is what you need to know in order to create a picture that looks like something real. Yeah. And you figure out how you want to like make it your own thing. They didn't, they didn't even attempt to do that. I got a question for you. Yeah. In your training, yeah. what do you wish there had been a dose of that you didn't get? Because you got good training. You're happy with it, right? Yeah. It was perfect for my, my type of brain, though. Mm -hmm. I'm very technical, so I was just like, this is great. I love it. Mm -hmm. um, what do I wish? I don't, I don't know. I don't think I, I would change anything. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. I definitely didn't get any of like the art history sort of thing, which I know when I talk to other artists, I'm, I'm always just like, what are you talking about? I do not know mm -hmm. any of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And I do feel like an idiot. And so maybe I guess I wish I had some of that, but then I don't you, really care. And you can get it now. <laughs> I can. I could just, yeah, get an audiobook about art history. But one of the reasons is that personally, I just have a really bad memory is that anytime I take a history class, I just forget it all. So it's like I feel like there's no point in me learning art history because I'm not gonna use I'm not gonna use it because I'm just gonna forget everything. I think I you know. I think you enjoy history more as you get older too. I, I didn't ever ever care about history when I was younger. Now yeah. I, I think it's one of the most interesting things, interesting subjects ever because you start to get a span. If you've lived long enough, you start to get a span of how things can change, and then you just double that and triple that, and then you start to quadruple it and go way back in, yeah. and you, it, it, it becomes more interesting as you get older, I think. It I guess I, I would pick up on some patterns throughout history that I would remember and, and apply, but as far as the, all the facts and all these names that people drop when I, talk, when, we t when I talk to them, I just don't remember all these artists' names. There's thousands of artists. Oh, that's what like, history is. The worst way to teach it is with facts. The best way to teach it is as story. I mean, it's even got the yeah. root word of story in there of, that people were just like you. But there's another reason why history for artists, art history becomes interesting. It's, I, I'll, I'll use a musical uh, analogy. If you become uh, successful as a musician when you're a teenager, because you're doing the thing that everybody else is doing, and now you're making money at it, and now everybody's expecting you to do the same thing over and over. There comes a point in every sensitive, creative, young musician that I don't want to do the same thing over and over, but everybody's expecting me to. So you start to get hungry for other flavors, hungry for other ways people do it, and that can take you through uh, several lifetimes of exploring around with different musical styles, always growing. One of the two of the best examples of it from the age of classic rock were the Beatles and Led Zeppelin. Every album or every two or three albums, they would evolve and try other styles. Did they start by learning the fundamentals? Uh, yeah, yes, indeed. They're, they start out as good musicians. Yeah. But then they say, I'm tired of doing, I don't want to do the same thing twice. So they're going to go back to older stuff. They're going to be exploring around. And that's where history becomes really yeah. interesting and satisfying because you're hungry for these things that you're seeking out that other people have done, even if it was long ago. But by learning the fundamentals first, that sets them up to be able to right. efficiently experiment mm -hmm. and create new things because they understand why they're getting certain effects by trying out new sounds and stuff. Yeah, They, they can logically think through how to solve a problem that no one's ever tackled before because they understand how it works. Yeah. 
So how would we boil this down to simplicity for the art fundamentals? Go over that list again. The, the chart, people can't see the chart. Uh, yeah. How would you, how could you put it in, say, three sentences? I'm going to see if I can explain it to the 11-year-old. Let's do it. Uh, that if fundamental means that you can't do without it. It's the kind of thing that if you skip over this, it even has the same, the word is almost the same as foundation. You can't build a house and expect it to stand if it's on something that's flobby. So you want something firm, and these are just going to be a few things. They're going to be, we could call it learning how to draw and learning how to paint. And what do they both have in common? It helps to be able to control the lines that you want to make and make angles and shapes and then turn the shapes into something that looks three-dimensional and then put light on them, light them and dark, uh, shade them and have control over that. And also knowing something about what it is you're drawing and painting. That would be anatomy, what something's made out of so that you know that that part's bone and that part's muscle. If you get those things first and get them solidly, they take a couple years. I, I would want to inject in between those. Go ahead. Gesture. Uh, and gesture, yes. Ge before anatomy. Gesture before is kind anatomy. of one of those. After you learn the primary ingredients and all that stuff, then you go into gesture and structure and all that, like, you know, yeah. composition, perspective, storytelling, all that stuff. And that is a natural way to do it. Children yeah. learn the gesture of sentences before they learn yes. the individual words. You can watch a child who will let you know that they mean business. Mm -hmm. They'll say, <laughs> You sound just like my son. <laughs> yeah, and you know that they mean it. Yeah. Even if they didn't get the words. And then when they gradually get those words and then start to get the structure of the sentences. But that's the natural yeah. way to speak and that's the natural way to draw is to get the big gist of it. Even the word gist and gesture are related. So you learn gesture before you learn the individual parts of the body, which isn't, you know, the anatomy. Yeah. And then you put it together. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Okay, before we get into the voicemail from the audience, um, we do we have a pile of books here. We do. I, I put these on. This is not the the complete set of fundamental books, but these are just some of my favorites. I do have the complete famous artist course in here. I think it's se is it seven of them? Yeah, there's seven books on here. The yeah. famous artist course. This is the 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 old editions though. These are the original ones that you would mail. This was a mail order school. Yeah, this is Norman Rockwell. Norman, Norman Rockwell was one of the teachers. Yeah, yeah. Their, their animal stuff is just great. Walt Reed was their figure drawing teacher. They had, it was just great stuff. I'm trying to figure out the year on this. They were 1950s, I think. 
This one might for be the most part, but they stretched over more than a decade, I think. Ah, don't know, but this is this is a very specific year that you told me to get because it was the the best edition of it. Because mm -hmm. they would change it all the time, mm -hmm. and you said it, they got worse after a certain year. So I got that year. Okay, I got that edition. Can I ask? Anyway. How, can I ask how much you paid for these? It might have been like three fifty or something. Yeah, I was like, wow, okay. That's, and there's it's seven books. And then I have four more. I got both uh, the two Loomis books that I referenced heavily are the drawing the head and hands and figured around for all it's worth. He also has fun with a pencil, which I know you talk about as one of the the best books for a brand new artist. Right? I think it's great. Yeah. I think all of Andrew Loomis's books are great. If you had one teacher uh, from the 20th century to learn it all, I think it would be Andrew Loomis. And then I have, for people who starting to paint, Color and Light by James, James Gurney. Gurney, and then Alla Prima, or Alla Prima 2, which is the next, this, this is oh. the second edition of it. Okay. He redid it. Um, it's not like a part two, it's a, it's just it's, like a he just version two. Okay. And this is the best painting book yeah. out there. So. I've read the whole, I read the whole first version, and you know, it was, it, it's great for people who are observational painters. It wasn't. It was from. Yeah. It was not really for me because I don't paint from observation. But it was a lot in there. there. He helped a lot for students, my students, to refer them to what he had to say. Partly because yeah. he's so good, but also because he's put a ton into that book that can save you a lot of time. Yeah. If you're do. If you're more of a you know learning to paint from your imagination or creating like illustrations, picture making, like not just fine art stuff where you're drawing a model or. A, or a landscape or something, yeah. then I would actually recommend James Gurney's other book, Imaginative Realism. Imaginative Realism, right. Yes. Because yeah, yeah. um, that one is, it's a painting book, yes. but he shows how he created Dinotopia, like all the right. techniques he used and stuff. Yeah. Like he builds maquettes before mm -hmm. he, you know. Yeah, both but, of James Gurney's books should yeah, be in everybody's them. library. But also, you know, James Gurney has a great blog. He had the first great He's on YouTube art now. Blog. Is he? He's on YouTube now, yeah. Okay. With yeah, we did collab with him. Okay. Just follow him everywhere. He's got yeah. he's got an Instagram. Every time every time you want to quote some great master of the past and you seek it, you're gonna find it on James Gurney's blog. It came up twice in our classes, even in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Oh, the other book I didn't put out here, which is one of my very, very favorite books that I, I referenced the most probably, even more than Luma's books, mm -hmm. is Vilpu's Drawing Manual. Mm -hmm. I couldn't find it. it. I have all my books are on the floor right now because we're moving. Now, what about you, your books? Well, these, these famous artist school books, you may say, I can't find them or they're too expensive for me. If you go to my website, if you go to martialart.com, there's a reviews place and I tried, I spent a year or two trying to take all of the hundreds of books that I'd like to recommend and boil it down to the fewest that I can. And some of the best ones on there for animal drawing, that Cortina Famous Artists Library book, is from the Famous Artist School. Mm -hmm. The human anatomy stuff, I'm critical of it, but I still recommend it. Walt Reed's book was part of the Famous Artist School. Yeah. So they do reprint some of these things, and they may yeah. continue to. Actually, I didn't put these on the table because I recommend people try to pick up all seven of these books. Yeah. I've actually, I haven't used them. Yeah. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just showing, I'm really just showing off. Yeah. Like, look what I have. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should pull the yeah. camera off the tripod and walk around and look at the library. Right, yeah. No, so I just wanted to point that out, that the, that's not, I can't recommend it because I haven't actually 
read the whole thing. I mm-hmm. have read sections of it, and yeah. it seems good. But uh, well, for universal resources that are books, if you like learning from books, not everybody likes learning from books. Yeah. Videos certainly have their Video advantage for learning. Pardon? Video is king. Video is just the best way to learn. At least until but the Broco book comes out. There right. Is, yeah. when, yes. When the Broco book comes out, then they're equal. <laughs> <laughs> and if you stop doing videos, videos then will be, uh, will contaminate be your, ruin your brain. If you like learning from books, the books that I have on my website, I spent quite a bit of time trying to categorize them, and it is sort of fundamentals. There's the draftsmanship, human anatomy, animal anatomy, animal anatomy, uh, composition, and some students have told me how much they learn just from reading Your the reviews. reviews. Yeah, yeah, because the reviews will give you criticisms of them as well as what I think are the values of them. And that alone lets you know that it's usually unwise to have any single mentor. Any one person that you say, I learn everything from that. Usually you're going to have a few and they'll balance out each other. Anyway, I'll tell you that stuff on the website. You can read through those things and the reviews will give you an overview so that if you were to put an hour into that, you'd, you'd know some of the books that are not necessarily a part of this flood. There's all sorts of great books that I have left off of there. But those yeah. ones were carefully chosen to try to make it so that it's, instead of recommending 100 books. I have a list on my website as well, but it's, they, there's no reviews. I didn't put as much effort as you. Okay. It's just a list of books with affiliate links <laughs> but they are all books that i recommend <laughs> there's a bunch of anatomy ones on there that i didn't mention here because they're not fundamentals but okay yeah anyway that's books that's books yeah sean you want to play us a voicemail oh before you do so if you guys want to call in and leave a voicemail and have us answer that voicemail on the podcast the number to call is 858-609 9453. Hi, so my name is Steven and I've been getting more into art lately. I'm good at looking at something and redrawing it, but I struggle heavily on drawing it myself, like building blocks. Or what are some tips to do that better? Okay. You got did you get that one? I didn't fully get that. Okay, so blocks. what he's saying is he's good at drawing from reference, copying from a photo, but he doesn't know the building blocks to I think draw from imagination to draw it his on his own. Yeah. So I mean, if you don't understand, this goes back to the fundamentals. If you don't understand the fundamentals, you don't know how to put things together. You're there, you're there's no way you're going to be able to get those images out of your mind and on paper. So step one, learn all the fundamentals. Perspective is a huge one if you want to start drawing from imagination because you are creating form. You can't just rely on like imagining a picture and trying to draw the contour of the thing that's in your head. You have to build it. Um, and the best way to start is just by st- um, building things from cylinders and boxes, right? Like if you're building a person, cylinders and boxes, boom, 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 get get the shapes to kind of look right, and then you, you, know, you can adjust those quickly. Once you got that, then you can start putting in the details. You probably have a lot to say. Kim Jong-gi is a great example of someone who does this better than anyone else. Kim Jong-gi is the ultimate living example right now, and there's a whole bunch of other people who are following in the wake of that. Yeah. But it happened with the Disney animators when they were trying to animate, and they had learned things like 
illustrator's tricks that when a person's shoe goes up a little bit, it makes a beautiful little cast shadow underneath it. And those things did not help at all to learn how to animate forms that are going to move around in space. But yes, I, this is the thing I am most evangelistic about because this is the thing I didn't learn. How did animators, how did comic book artists do it? Windsor McKay summed it up. You learn to draw the box, the ball, the cone, the egg, the cylinder, these basic things. Don't forget about gesture, though. You can yes. start by throwing your idea in your head as a quick gesture. Don't worry about proportions. Don't worry about form. Yes. Get the kind of the movement, the general feel of it that you're thinking about. Yes. Then you start adding the building blocks on top of that. That's right. And there's all sorts of ways that this can go wrong. That when, if all you learn is to learn how to do really precise geometric solids and yeah. you've got it wired, that does not mean you're going to be able to do figures dancing. But you cannot do figures dancing out of your imagination, not with any credibility, and have control of them and move the camera around them and have them change their positions unless you're able to do that with those simple forms that are manageable. Yeah. So yes, I, I had to learn this the hard way and it took way too long to learn it. Mm -hmm. But in answer, who was, who was it that asked the question? Stephen? I know that it seems like there's a gap between learning those simple forms and getting control of drawing out of imagination. But it would not hurt you to watch animators draw. You could watch Windsor McKay, you could draw, watch King, Kim Jong-gi draw, and watch how something aims away, aims toward, all of the different ways that limbs go. It starts to get exciting, too. You start to see that when someone, Glenn Vilpu, could draw so fluidly, yeah. that when I watched those videos for the first time, I wasn't learning anything new, but I was being given an example of someone who didn't have to hesitate. He just put in the flow of it, then he put the forms over it. It's like, wow, in five minutes you can build up something realistic. So yeah. that was in the 90s and it was a leap in evolution with me. And now that Kim Jong-gi does it even faster and without doing the preliminary stuff yeah. because he just sees it, these are examples of watching a musician who can just pick up their instrument, do an arpeggio, mess around with it, modulate, change, change things around because they are so skilled in the fundamentals. So I, I really lock onto that. That's a big part of my teaching, which makes me a bit of a Johnny OneNote, is do not neglect how to learn the forms, move them around in your imagination. And also, Nobody used to teach it in colleges. When I was in college, you couldn't find it practically anywhere. And now people are teaching it like crazy on the internet. Proko teaches it. I do want to uh, stress the point, though, that you can't just learn the fundamentals and expect to all of a sudden just know how to draw from imagination. You have to constantly be practicing drawing from imagination. Because yeah. I learned how to copy photos as well and mm -hmm. draw from a model um, really well. I can make it almost photorealistic. Mm -hmm. But then you asked me to draw from imagination and I struggle mm -hmm. because I didn't practice that at all. Yeah. I could do it. You, I, give me a, you know, a full day and I could correct myself. And, yeah. But I can't, I'm nowhere near the level of Kim Jong-gi where I just, yeah. there it is. But I think that kids that want to be animators or, or cartoonists or comic book artists are already in that vibe that I've got a page layout, I want to make it so that these characters are doing this. So yeah. they're already seeking, since they've got an image in their head of what it could look like, mm -hmm. how to get it onto paper. Yeah. But even if you don't know the fundamentals yet, start just practicing getting images out of your mind. Yeah. There's a different mentality that, that you get into 
mm-hmm. rather than just looking at a photo and measuring and just and, and copying mm-hmm. versus um, imagining and trying to get a clearer picture in your mind. There's a different mindset. Yeah. I think that's that's almost the end of this um, this episode. I think it is too. There's the what's your thing? Thing. Wildly popular. We've gotten some criticisms. What? Tell me. <laughs> well, actually, only one person. Tell me. I want to know. One person's comment. I am, I am not. Like, I don't want to hear about what you bought on Amazon this week. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, man. This is my podcast. <laughs> they don't know what they're in for. Uh, <laughs> Let me go through my Amazon orders real quick. <laughs> we can no. just make the whole podcast about that. No, actually, my what's your thing? The, actually, the reason I brought the famous artist books on here is because that's my what's your thing today. Okay. I'm so happy I have them. You know, it's like and, a little collector's item. And I can't wimp, I can't wimp out by saying that's my thing too. No, this is my. This is not yours. Sure, yeah, but I, you can't. I, I could join in and say I agree. Those are my things. But I you don't do have it. Oh, it's not yours. Yeah. Do you own this, Marshall? No, I don't. It's not your thing, then. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've got I can one. Sell to it add to you real it. quick, and it'll be I've, yours. I've got one to add into it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I recently did the afternoon of the role of anatomy in training master artists. Yeah. And it was about the role that George Bridgman played in Frank Frazetta's training. Frazetta claims that he learned anatomy in one night because Ralph Bakshi (laughs) gave him the book. And so he stayed up all through the night and copied through the Bridgman book and then handed the book back and said, thank you, Ralph. I've learned my anatomy. He claims that he learned it (laughs) in one night. This is why people have no confidence. They hear stupid ass stories like this and they think that they're incompetent but Frank, because they couldn't learn anatomy in one night Frazetta's mythology that is a mythology whether he did it in one night or not he didn't but even if he, if didn't. he, if he did he's it's like Mozart was composing this great music at five years old it doesn't mean that I don't want to compose music because I couldn't do it at five years old I know that it can be frustrating that somebody touts that but Frazetta was deeply influenced by a number of artists, including uh, William Robinson Lee, W.R. Lee's Horses. I don't know that he ever credited him, uh, but, he, and, uh, but he, did credit, he did credit Frazetta. Excuse me, Frazetta did... <laughs> Frazetta... I just snorted. Frazetta did credit Bridgman for having learned it all in one night. And there, he even posted on the Frazetta website, there were sketchbook pages where he copied these Bridgmans. Now... You can edit all that out. Here was the purpose of mentioning this. We're not editing that out. Taking the time to go through Bridgman's stuff and explain it, now that I already know anatomy, makes me excited about drawing again because the stuff is so idiosyncratically Bridgman. It's so rock-like, you know? There's these big chunks of flesh that look Rodanish. They look Michelangelo-ish. They're strong. They're just really great figures. So even though I'm not recommending Bridgman's book to start anatomy with, if you've been studying anatomy and you know anatomy and you say, I want to take it to another level, those books are not gonna disappear. When I first saw them, I didn't like them. I thought they were messy, sloppy, they weren't I've always liked them. Yeah, it took me a while. It took me years actually, before I could look at them and see how good they were. You know, I was, so I was rejected from CalArts. That was I only applied to one school to yeah. college, and it was CalArts. Yeah, I'm such an idiot. It's like, yeah, I only I only accept this 
only the best animation school in the country. I was rejected because my portfolio was literally just a bunch of copies of Bridgman. Huh. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. That was that was their loss. <laughs> it's like I'm trying. I was um, applying for an animation, their animation program, mm -hmm. and I'm copying Bridgman. It's not gestural. I mean, it is, but it's it's more structural. I don't have what that kind opinion. Of, uh, I, I think if you're copying Bridgman and you're starting to understand it, you're on your way to getting control of something that's very valuable. Sure. But, but you, you don't apply to an animation program with copies of Bridgman. No. No. I'm glad you did it. And if I had been there at CalArts yeah, right. at that time, you would have gotten in and your life would have been different. Well, no, I wouldn't have gone to Watts. Yeah. And you'd be in debt. I'd be in debt. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> okay. I think that's it, Marshall. We've successfully completed another podcast episode. Well, the word successfully remains to be seen, but we did it. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Please give us five stars on iTunes and subscribe and tell all your friends about it. And if you're watching on YouTube, please leave a comment. What are your favorite fundamental books? Because we missed a bunch of them. Yeah. And if there's anything you felt like we left out, hey, you know, this was about fundamentals. How come you guys didn't mention this? Yeah. Mention it. And call in and leave a voicemail. Good. All right, guys. Bye-bye. See ya.